Hey y'all, it's Felix, age 29. Fun fact for this week is... I like a lot of unpopular food items. Like, I really enjoy Cheerios. And I think Cheerios is the best cereal. Cheerios with bananas, mind you. So, like, with, like, and also I really enjoy, like, Crunch, <laughs> crunch Bars and Crunch-A-Bunch. And... I'm trying to think of, like, other things. Because, like, whenever I say I like these things, my friends just, like, come down on me hard. Including Jim. Well, the plain Cheerios thing is a nightmare. Why because is it it's a plain nightmare? Cheerios. It's healthy right? from you, and it tastes good. Yeah, it's but good Cheerios for your Don't you watch 20... the commercials? I do. And that's why I eat Cheerios. But I, I like flavored Cheerios. I mean, that has sugar in it, usually. I go for the ones that have less sugar. But like I, I can't do... Honey? Maple, no, because that, that has a ton of sugar. Surprisingly, the maple Cheerios, which have been out for a couple months now, don't have an, an absolute ton of sugar, but it's still more than like the plain, dull, boring Cheerios that are cardboard that you eat. You, but you do put bananas in them. You just said you put I bananas in them. So that's it, the Cheerios. Something. Cheerios, like they're like like rice. It's the perfect canvas for for other foods. So because the Cheerios are like Yudai's soup, I feel like it brings out the full flavor of the bananas and and like <laughs> I usually have it with almond milk too, so like that's like I don't know, it just tastes so good. Oh man, now I want something now. I think it depends on how you look at breakfast because I know for me I tend to like, be rushing in the mornings. Yeah. Especially, like, for work, right? Because I wake up, like, I really cut it close getting into work. Mm-hmm. Like, almost every day, like, I'm this close to being late. And you think I learned by now, but I haven't. But when I think of eating breakfast, for example, today we had snow. So I worked from home. And I made eggs and I put this seasoning on it and I had an avocado that I sliced up and I made a double espresso and I had this hot chocolate. Did so it your, was a whole did big you have production. Your, like like a maroon robe on while you're doing all this with a cigar. No, but I no, but I do have a route fit which is an what all the? red outfit <laughs> that I am very, very proud of. I can't I can't claim credit for the term uh our dear tourist house alum Cassie uh, coin that term. At least I think she did. I don't know, but we were talking one day. We were hanging out, and I had mentioned something similar. But when I was first talking about it, it was a grout fit because I had gray sweatpants <laughs> and like a matching light gray hoodie that Sounds I only like a wear. Yeah, it kind of does. Grout fit. <laughs> I'm grout fit. <laughs> So I so I only wear these uh, monochrome outfits around the house. So a grout fit is a gray outfit. A route fit is a red outfit. And I guess you know okay. you could just do with. Uh, boy, that that was a tangent. Okay. Yeah, that, but yeah. you, but you like unconventional foods. Yeah, that was my right? fact. I couldn't think okay. of anything else besides crunch a bunch and Cheerios because Cheerios is the main one. Isn't it Bunch of Crunch? No, it's Crunch a Bunch. All right. You're checking right now. Uh, yeah. You can never just take my word for it. Okay, okay, okay. Phone off. Phone off. Wait, hold on. Actually, no. Phone <laughs> off. 
Okay. Now I'm double guessing myself. All right, I'll let you look it up. Oh damn it! You're right. Bunch of crunch. Okay, crunch a bunch. It actually it should be crunch a bunch because like Why? you crunch on a bunch of candy. But it's a bunch of crunchy things. There's also crunch and munch. Oh. What the hell is that? It's it's another it's a whole other thing. It's buttery toffee popcorn with peanuts. Can you show me a picture? Crunch and munch. Oh, I feel like I've seen that before. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Oh wait, no, you've definitely seen this box before. Yes, I have. Yeah, alright. How about you? So hello, hello, hello out there in podcast land, Jim twenty nine. And I have been staring at a what is this thing called? A Swiffer Duster's Extender, still in the package. I'm showing Felix. Uh, For those of you who obviously can't see us, Felix and I have been doing video call in addition to our Skype when we record, Mm -hmm. which we didn't really do for In the City, I think, ever. No. And it wasn't until we were just talking and we were like, hey, this is... Actually, no, it was the Aloha State episode with Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, let's do video, because it's nice to be able to look at you, you know? Mm -hmm. You're a handsome guy. I like looking at you. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. So I'm showing Felix my Swiffer Duster's extender right now. Uh, I hate dusting, which I may or may not have mentioned before on the show, but I bought this thinking, well, this is going to make dusting a whole lot easier, and it would if I bothered to open it up, which I still have not. So that's going <laughs> to be the not challenge dust? for me. I don't dust, no. And what? like I'm looking right now, it's not, it's not okay. I'm clean, like I don't have a lot of stuff. Yeah, you usually you're around, not but... like a clutter person. Yeah, you're usually pretty well organized. But still, like, unless you vacuum, like, literally every single day, yeah, you're going to get dust everywhere. So I do vacuum. Uh, every day? I maybe vac- no, I vacuum maybe uh, every other weekend. That's actually pretty, I pretty think. frequent. Okay. Yeah. But you still will get dust, and, like, dust will build. I know. I know. And I can see it, and that's the thing. It's like, if I have to, like, like wipe a surface, and I see the dust, it really grosses me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Especially if you're eating around, like, it might be around your eating area or, like, like around my desk area. I actually do have a hand Swiffer on my desk at all times. Yes, you do. Because, you know, it's it's also bad for hardware and, you know, keeps. it's also nice to keep your workspace clean. Since, I like I said last episode, I work from home. So, I like, even though I see I'm a clutter person, but I can't stand dust. Yeah. If only we could fuse somehow and become the, the most ma- clean person in the world. <laughs> I think we'd also be a very interesting person <laughs> that can go on Terrace House. <laughs> <laughs> what would our name right. be? Um, Gelix. Oh, God. <laughs> Gelix? Yeah, that's better than Jim. Jim Lix. Oh, God. I like Gelix. I like Jim Licks. Mm. No, because that sounds like Jim Licks. You know? Yeah. That's, that's like, why I like it. That's uh, a bit too PG 13 for me. <laughs> or for Taurus House. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Terrace House. What would the other way be? Fim. <laughs> Which is terrible. Unless we <laughs> unless we use your full like the your full first name. We'll Fames. Hey, Fames. What's up? <laughs> Flames. Ooh. Oh. 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 There we oh, go. Oh, hot fire! Hot fire! Oh shit! Oh, okay. God. Fire yes. emoji. Fire emoji. Flames. <laughs> okay, Flames. Oh, Ooh, all I right. Like that. Yes.
I like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. We, Shall we, we do it? Too many, too many tangents. Let's I know. just get into it. Okay, let's do it. Japan's hottest reality show. So come on in, take off those shoes, and let's get started. Felix, you know what they say, right? Episode 21 brings the fun. That is what they say. <laughs> that is what they say. <laughs> what do they say? And here we are. No, that's what I was going to say. Okay, okay all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so... Welcome, welcome. Episode 21 here. We are going to be talking about season three of Opening New Doors. And I know this is a pretty... You mean, you want to say, you said season, you said season three, not episode three. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll leave it in. It's okay. We have to show that we are human and we do err sometimes. (laughs) Or you're lazy and you don't want to... And I'm lazy and I don't want to edit it, but episode three of the season Opening New Doors. I respect it. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. Season four, technically, right? Technically. Next Door in the City, Aloha State, and OND, the third episode. And uh, this is intense. It's only the third one, and the first two, you have the intro one, and we're kind of getting to know people. But this one really, I was on the edge of my couch. Yeah. It was definitely a roller coaster of emotions for me. And I really like this episode. Me too. Again, dude, with like we, we said in early on already with our first couple episodes, stuff is already happening. And, and it, it picks up pretty fast. And it's fun. It's fun so far. Hopefully it doesn't get like to be like an overload. I don't think it's going to. I, I think it's progressing at a, at a nice pace. It feels like it really did take off this episode but it wasn't this manic whirlwind of, oh, this person did that, and they tried to ask this person out on a date, but it didn't, and then they came in. It's not at a manic stage yet. So I think the mm-hmm. progression is good enough where, you know, we'll see some good stuff, and as we have already. So this episode starts in the kitchen, as most of the episodes do, mm-hmm. and Shion kind of gets the ball rolling a la Tap from Boys and Girls in the City. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking right? that too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's asking some of the other house members about their goals, mm-hmm. which, as we know by now, is a very common thing to do on the show. So, that has to be pushed by the producers, no? Because You think so? Yeah. I think so. Hmm. Because, as boring as it may seem, it provides a chance for each housemate to set a tone for their staying there. Like, what's the point of you being here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've been saying that a lot about producers putting their hand in the pot and stirring shit up, but I, I don't know. With with the way that Xion was doing it, it just seemed kind of forced. Not, yeah, kind of forced. Okay. Due to the editing, it seemed super out of the blue. 
I think you're on to something about the producers wanting to bring that up. Because I think the producers know, as you said so many times, it really helps you get invested in characters, right? My goal is to do this, or I am not working towards my goal because of X, Y, or Z. And I think in many ways you can relate to the characters no matter what their answer is. Yeah. So Xion gets that ball rolling, and they all give really good answers. I, I really liked it because of how varied they were. And I really think this was a good chance to see their personalities come through in this discussion because we have Ami who said that she wants to model and she wasn't really seriously looking for a part-time job because she wants to model, right? That seems mm-hmm. to be what she wants to focus on at this point in time. Mm-hmm. She's in school, so she didn't say, I'm bored in school, I'm going to drop out, which I think is almost always a positive thing. But in terms of like a part-time job or even maybe a full-time job that was not modeling, she didn't really have any interest in that whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, Mizuki says she wants her lingerie brand to do well. You know, so she expands on that a little more. And this is where I was really a big fan of her this whole episode after, you know, she came in and of course, you know, she has the same name as Mizuki from In the City. So I'm like, okay, you're obviously much worse. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not She the just case. had some pretty big shoes to fill. I mean, she's done a great job in a relatively short amount of time because she's talking about her brand and she has a really good quote. She says, if it doesn't succeed, I won't die. Mm-hmm. right very blunt matter of fact like she's not scared <laughs> to try to be, this but that's it that seems to be her her slogan or, or her mo this this episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> i won't die i feel like so often on the show you have characters who will say they they either don't know what they want to do or they know what they want to do to such a level that this is their life mm-hmm Right, and there's this underlying thing about working hard and always giving your best, which isn't a bad thing. But a lot of the character, or again with characters, a lot of the people on the show really seem to be consumed with achieving their goal, mm-hmm. and like that's like their singular focus. Mm-hmm. Whereas music, I think, has a pretty healthy look on it. She seems to have a really good balance between determination and drive, but also. She knows when to relax and take some time to de-stress. Yeah. I really, really enjoy that from her. Mm-hmm. And then Tsubasa says she wants to join the national team, and she is just so cool. <laughs> she is. Oh, man, that's so cool. I'm not going to lie, and I pro- you're probably in the same boat from the sounds of it and the looks of it, but I think like we were both swooning at this point, like at least for the rest of the episode. And it gets better. I mean, there's a scene at the end that was just like it took my breath away. I, yeah, I want to. I want to. We I'm must gonna, wait. Yeah, yeah, we must. We, we must, must hold wait. ourselves. Yeah, we must hold. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> hold the line. So they're talking about that, and everyone, not just us, but it seems like Shion, Ami, and Mizuki are are really in awe of her because mm-hmm. it's a pretty lofty goal, mm-hmm. but she seems super dedicated and this is her life like i was just saying you have some people in the house and they're so focused on achieving their thing and she seems like she's super focused on achieving that goal so after that shion calls ami into the playroom i thought that was kind of (laughs) weird yeah it was kind of weird at first wasn't it yeah it, it seemed very from like left field i think what makes it even more seemingly out of left field is that 
when we've seen it in other seasons of the show, it's usually been between two people who maybe have a an established romantic interest in the other. Because it's usually to ask them on a date or to ask them to hang out or something like that. But there's been nothing to indicate that Ami and Xion have any sort of interest in each other. I think especially when you think about what Ami said about Xion, right? We talked about it last episode. Like she said, he's kind of like blandly hot, but not really her type. Well, what did you think? Did you did you think that... I, I guess I, before they actually started talking... Because what they did was they kind The cameras kind of zoomed in on Yudai. And mm-hmm. he definitely had... A reaction. I really couldn't tell. Maybe like a shocked mix with like a third of worry. I don't. I don't, you know. I because uh, that's how I was too. I'm like, oh, like where's where this going? You know, this, yeah. This wasn't expected. I didn't really know what to think because I felt like Shion never again showed an interest in Ami. So when he asked her to go, I didn't know what they were going to talk about. But that made it all the more interesting because then I really had no clue. Yeah. How about you? Uh, no, I like I said before. I just I I had it. It, it was out from left field, and I, I don't I don't know. I I had no idea. I was kind of worried, to be honest, because even though she was kind of a dick to you, die in the past episode, it, it was just kind of like, oh, you're really gonna do that? You know, you're you're gonna like do that in front of him, which kind of seems kind of rough. But that brings us also back to like the whole. Where it seems like a game, like it's a game for 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 the guys, where mm-hmm. it's just like on limits, off limits kind of thing. So it's a very blurry line for me. The conversation was immediately seemed like it was originally about modeling because they were both model, or Chion was already a model, and Ami wanted to to do it full time and to right to have a career out of modeling. So it seemed that Xion was trying to help her out. And and not just her, but also Yudai because he was kind of do some some PR work or some investi- investigative work. I was kind of relieved when he was talking about modeling as well because you can very much imagine him being in a similar sort of position when he was 20 years old, you know. I don't know what it's like to be a model at all because I'm hideous. Um but I thought that that was your favorite thing was modeling and following it. <laughs> oh, it right. I oh, brought it back. <laughs> you're bringing back an old favorite, right? About Minori. <laughs> Man, I forgot about that. I feel like you're like an elephant. <laughs> you never forget. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I totally forgot about that saying. I'm like, <laughs> elephant in the room? Like, what is <laughs> Or is it an, no? It's an elephant, right? It's definitely like elephant doesn't forget. Owls are smart, but elephants don't forget. Okay, is that it? Uh, is that the full saying? No, 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 no. Okay. That was just me getting two totally different animals mixed up because the dumb American phrases, or maybe it's not American. You know, maybe it's an English phrase, like an England English phrase, but an English language phrase. You know what they all say? Owls are smart. <laughs> elephants don't forget oh man oh god that's a great episode that's the episode title right there that's it uh, <laughs> has nothing has nothing to do with the actual show it's just about how stupid we are i'm sorry continue. yeah um I, I think that was pretty much it i i was a bit relieved to see Xion give her some advice about really thinking about modeling and making sure that like it's what she wants to do and i think he was trying to help her 
sort of clarify things for herself. Yeah. Also, he offered awesome. to practice walking because she wants to do runway. Yes. And he mentioned he wanted to walk the runways in Paris, right? That was what he that said when he first got thing. to the house. So, yeah. yeah, so I'm sure he has a lot of practice or expertise in that. So, yeah, hopefully he can help her out. Yeah, he seems to be more experienced in the modeling field. Obviously, we don't know too, too much, but... Sure. Yeah, at, at the at the time. Of, it, what she did say, though, because when Xion started to shift it more towards Yudai, <laughs> Ami definitely did say, like, Yudai seemed like he was in middle school. Oh, yeah. Which, oh, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if that's a cultural thing, but I think in all cultures that seems negative. Yeah, that's not good. And for all of the weird potential that Ami and Yudai may have had at the end of the last episode where she was like, oh, he intrigues me because he's prickly towards me, I think this definitively shut that down. Yeah. Because I just don't see how you could say that about someone who was very much not in middle school and then see them as a possible romantic partner being a 20-year-old. Yeah. You know, I uh-huh. really don't see how that would work out. Yeah, me neither. But the show has pulled fast ones on us before, right? Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> if they end up together, I don't know. I'll think I, of something I'll do. I will have to come up officially with a portmanteau, wouldn't I? Yeah. And I don't want to do it. <laughs> I might just might uh, go on strike for that. I have a good feeling you won't have to. But <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll have to. I, have to, I don't think I have anything to worry about. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so they get done talking about that, then it cuts back to the kitchen, and Yudai uh, is talking more about himself, surprise, surprise. But mm-hmm. I don't want to say it was good, but it, it was entertaining. There were some good pieces in there, but it was kind of a mixed bag, but... Uh, he talks about how he feels like he pressures himself, mm-hmm. right? He's like, I feel like I haven't done anything. And he says that I'm very dependent. Uh, the worst thing for me was that he said he stole his dad's credit card. Well, he <laughs> used it without his permission. Right, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I That might be under the implication of he may have had it for emergency. In college, I had that. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents gave me a credit card for emergencies. And I would use it and then tell them. So I, because he lived in Tokyo without a job, mm-hmm. right? He he tried to start a life here or like start his career here, and it just didn't work. He couldn't find work. Yeah, and then Mizuki. So this is yet another thing that she says, and I'm, I, I I was really feeling her this episode. Yeah, no, me too, me too. She, she just says relax. She says, hey, you know, you're young. Just try it. Yeah. Just give it a shot. Just just do it, you know? And hit, and then hit us with, uh, you live in Japan, you won't die. It's safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wh- you won't die. Awesome. That could like, also be a good episode title. Yeah. <laughs> no, she definitely was dropping the knowledge, and, and she was actually echoing what you were saying. You you thought that Yudai was a little bit too hard on himself. Yeah. And she was saying exactly that. Big ups for uh, Mizuki. Yeah, definitely. You know, we still don't know like a whole lot about her, but sometimes it's it's in the actions. Yeah. Actually, I, I think most of the time it's, you know, that's the best way to find out what someone's deal is. Mm-hmm. You know, their actions, you know, their words to maybe a lesser extent. Uh, but so far, she's, yeah, she's been a pretty good voice of reason. You know, she seems like she has her head on straight. Yeah. And she's awesome and she's not afraid to give that seemingly intrusive advice. But I think it was really helpful in this particular scenario. It was from a nice place, like meaning, you know, she she didn't mean 
anything malicious by it or she wasn't being sarcastic. She was genuinely trying to give some advice. Yeah. So speaking of my favorite word, genuine. Genuine. With this, it would so far, like, would this kind of confirmed it for me? All six of the housemates, to me, seemed genuine. And that made me really happy. It didn't seem like there were any people, like, looking to fake a certain personality to get more exposure. It reassured me that it seemed all the happenings we were seeing was the genuine thing. I'd have to agree with that. Even with Shion, because we don't... He seems to still have maybe like maybe like an invisible shield up that we mm-hmm. can't just see yet. Like you were saying, he also might just be a very nice guy. But I don't know. I, I'm giving I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. And I with that that last piece, I think all six members just seem like really good people and and just really genuine. And it, it just got me excited for like, <laughs> for more episodes to watch more. So, yeah, just wanted to point that out real quick. No, that's a good point, man. And I hope we can continue to see them all open up even more with each other to the audience, you know, by extension. Because, yeah, it does bode well. I think they're on a pretty positive path so far. Yeah. As far as that goes. So continuing still on the genuine path, um, the next big scene we see is Taka showing everyone his snowboarding videos yeah. in the living room which was he was he, just, he, he oh. was scoring some big points man dude he you, took the room and just owned it definitely you saw every like housemate had a close-up and they were all just stunned yeah and yeah that was really cool like and we saw like subasa kind of interested too because remember we were like talking about that like that's a potential ship and a really interesting one because they're both into you know like winter sports so yeah um even though it's not much to go off on it'd be interesting to see yeah it's certainly worth monitoring and not only does he show off his great snowboarding skills and his video editing skills but then he hits us with the emotional stuff Oof, about his dad did. man his dad had oh, like early oh, colon cancer and it seems like he beat it they got it out in time. Yeah, is, early, yeah which just is awesome. A, quick PSA, early detection is the way to beat cancer. But I work with a lot of cancer patients, so if you're at that age or, you know, you can quickly Google, like, what the the susceptible ages are and for any kind of symptoms you might want, want to look at. But, yeah, just regular checkups. Just want to quickly get that out there. Don't fuck around with that, you know? Please don't. You got to get that shit checked. Yeah, also with your loved ones, because, you know, we might have a younger listening audience. Just make sure that the people you care about in your life stay with their regular checkups. And, uh, you know, with Jim and I, I know we have, uh, I won't say it specifically, but we have pre- like we have family history that causes us that we need to stay up to date with it. So, yeah. Stop okay. smoking cigarettes. If you smoke cigarettes, quit. <laughs> okay. Okay, we can that's go it. like that's it for the health <laughs> advice. That can, yeah, okay. Yeah, we, that could be a whole another podcast. Like that. I wait. Wasn't that in your volume one of your A track or your uh, self help CD volume? <laughs> so that was actually in the third tape of yeah. the revised version because I yeah. figured, you know, why stop with the mental health tips? <laughs> you know. I have no medical experience whatsoever, so why shouldn't I give you three and a half hours worth of medical advice yeah. on just one side of the tape? There's nothing oh, on side yeah. B. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why did I see a CD? That, that's... 
No, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's <laughs> okay. 2018. <laughs> okay. We don't think about tapes much anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> Tape three, side A, James yeah. Medical Advice. So Taka really is just exposing himself. He's killing it, and everyone is super receptive, and he's just a cool dude. He had a really good line. His goal, because uh, Sean gave him the tap treatment, and he said, just, I want to reassure my dad mm-hmm. that he'll be okay. And, oof, man, that, I I had tears. Definitely, I was swollen up. I was definitely swollen up. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Because he's, he's the, at least the fourth youngest, right? Yeah, I don't remember. Like, in his family, I mean. I think he mentioned that his brother, yeah, because he mentioned a brother who he said was the third youngest. Mm -hmm. But he also said that I think he was, and we learn later on that this brother is indeed older than him. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that, you know, I'm I'm not sure or I forget if he is the youngest or if it was even revealed. But yeah, you know, that's that's a good thing to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good job, Taka. Definitely. So most of the housemates leave, but Yudai sticks around. And they have a nice bonding moment because Yudai talks about how his grandmother had a heart attack somewhat recently. And she's in bad health. And he kind of goes back to what he was saying in the kitchen to Mizuki, how he wants to work hard for not only his dad, but his grandma. And he said that he knows he has to take more responsibility and he wants to work hard, and he, and he acknowledges that Taka works hard, and Taka says that he's going to continue to work hard. And, so, and they, you know, they shake hands, and it's a really nice bro oh, yeah. bonding moment, you know. I never thought that it was possible, but, like, Yudai actually, at this point, I was actually, like, crying. Because family with, with me, like, that's such a, that's such a, that's a very, has a very, I have a very soft spot for it. Seeing how much it, it resonated, like, what Taka was saying, like, what, what, was resonating with Yudai and Yudai was saying, I need to stop troubling my parents. Whoo, man. That, and, and Taka was definitely crying. And uh, yeah, I was, I, I was really in the moment. That was a very emotional moment for the three of us, meaning me, Taka <laughs> and Yudai. <laughs> I guess he feel like like, wander into the shot and he, yeah, like, he grabs yeah. both their hands he's like guys this guys. is so good and they're like uh <laughs> excuse me but and then the police like drag me away <laughs> uh so so they have this nice bonding moment and they end it in the bath which seems very fitting right mm-hmm. they take the hot bath together then it gets right into like bro talk like oh man mizuki must look hot in yeah, her lingerie like, right bro yeah oh i bet I was, she got a slamming hot bod and i was like okay like they definitely it's, ruined it's, the momentum that they gained in the past two scenes yeah Ugh. it wasn't the worst thing in the world but it did kind of you know you just kind of remember oh yeah taka it, it, you know he's talking or not just he's talking to a 19 year old but you know he he's a little bit of a I don't know what's the word, not not a pervert, but you know, just kind of like a like a guy. I'd expect a guy to be like, oh man, he's a she's guy. So hot. I know. Right? I think you're actually thinking about just saying he's a guy, like meaning, I guess, quote unquote, guy. Right. Kind of like, like you think of maybe like a typical like that, that guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. It really did bring me back down to earth. Mm-hmm. 
with this, and it was really upsetting. I, I want to point out one more quote. I, I've been I'm all about the quotes this episode. I wrote down a lot of them because it it, it triggered something within me a lot. Uh, it it made me very emotional, and and I started getting really into this episode when Taka was saying, "Let's both work hard," and Yuda, I was like, "Yeah, let's both do it." But it's kind of weird to say to somebody who's already working hard. Mm, yeah. That was something oh, that hit me. That, that that resonated. That specific statement resonated with me. Because I, I said before in the podcast that like I feel late uh, starting my career or like doing actually ultimately what I want to do in life. And, and whenever I talk to people who I to me seemed well put together and on the right path or and have been. It feels really weird when they're encouraging me because I'm like, yeah, like, you know, you did it and I don't know if I can do it. So that I wanted to point out real quick. It means Yudai is aware of where he stands. And that's super, super important to have when you're young. Yeah. And yeah, that scored major points with me. Like, so. That's something that I wrote down too. Like for all of his strangeness. He is very aware, and it makes me think, I, I I don't know if it's a bad thing because of the way that he seems like he acts, uh, but as I've said, I feel like for the sixth or seventh time now, he is 19 years old, and it is impressive for someone that age to show this degree of self-awareness, and the other stuff maybe just kind of think is going to be worked out as he gets older. Or once he has more experiences and he discovers more things about him and about life. And maybe he'll really learn the value of actually working hard. Yeah. Let's just hope. Yeah. Like, you were excited for Udai and to see where he would go in this show. Mm -hmm. This this got me on board. I'm right behind you. Yeah, good. I'm on the the Udai train because, man, that's... I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, I'm let's like hope, having a. Hope, it's hope. like a ripple effect. It's still, it's still coming back. But uh, okay, it's good stuff, man. Yeah. All right. So after this, uh, we go to Tsubasa's dad's soba restaurant. Yo. Oh my god. All right. Yeah. Can I just say, Terrace House has like the coolest old dudes. Yeah. Right. Because in Boys and Girls in the City, you had Japanese Richard Branson, who I thought was so cool. And Tsubasa's dad is so cool. Mm-hmm. And he has, like, that white streak in his hair. Like, he yeah. looks cool. <laughs> yeah. He's friendly. He, you know, he's so warm and welcoming. Tsubasa was like, he's not usually like this. But I'm like, <laughs> no, he's definitely like this. There's no way that this... <laughs> he may have been turning it up a notch for the cameras and, like, for for Tsubasa's new friends. Yeah. But I feel like that's just who he is, right? That's just it. Just fits his image. That's what I think too. <laughs> such a, like such a wholesome old dad owns a, a a restaurant that he named after his two daughters. Like, yeah, come on, like yeah. of course he's like that. <laughs> like a local mom and pop store, right? Mm-hmm. Or a restaurant rather, and that's yeah. just what it is. Mm-hmm. And he was so cool to see. So, speaking of mom and pop, so Taka asks Tsubasa about her mother, mm-hmm. and she unfortunately reveals that she passed away when Tsubasa was in fifth grade. The emotional train does not stop. Yeah, this was a heavy episode, man. Mm-hmm. Pretty much from front to back. Mm-hmm. 
there's a lot of intense moments and reveals here, and Tsubasa really has a lot of respect for her dad, and you can tell she, like, she has a great deal of admiration for her dad in raising her and her sister pretty much alone, you know, for mm-hmm. most of, at least, at least uh, Tsubasa's life. Yeah, yeah. So it's, oh man. <laughs> so this was a good scene. It, yeah. it was a wholesome scene. It was a revealing scene. You know, she bore her soul to us. But when she was walking out to that hockey rink and that music was playing, I I clapped. I am not kidding. Yeah. And I'm one of these people, you know, like, you know, you go to see a movie, people get, like, really, you know, they'll clap, they'll, you know, they'll scream and stuff. That's not me, but, like, I didn't even realize what I was doing. Because, like, I mean... God, like that music kicks in and she's there. She has all her pads on and she's holding her stick and her helmet. Like I clapped because yeah. I, I mean I felt like I was ready to run through a damn wall. Like Dude, I did was it make, so hype. Didn't it make you want to like get on the ice and like, yeah. like like yeah like dish the puck to to, to her? Like it was so dude. Like awesome. that was yeah that was, I, very very good job on 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 the the editing and like the cinematography with the sounds the soundtrack selection. <sighs> Jeez. We usually complain about the soundtrack, don't we? Like, yeah, because it corny. usually sucks. Yeah, yeah, like the corner, but like, oof, they nailed it with this one. Oh yeah, they did. Man, that was so cool. And Jeez, it so doesn't cool. stop. It doesn't. No. It doesn't stop. No, because this one blends the coolness that we just saw uh-huh. and the emotion that we've been seeing this whole episode. She has this talk with her coach, and she's like. Listen, it's my dream to make the national women's ice hockey team. And I want to do it with this team, but I don't know if we don't win. I don't know if we can. Yeah. And her coach is like, then you got to lead them. I mean, this this was crazy. Like, <laughs> right? It's, Jesus, it's a sport. It, this, this is like sports movie shit. Yes, it is. It's, it, this is the, the, the shit that they write scripts about. But... <sighs> There's no way that this was pre-written. There was no way that Subasa was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna like say this for the camera." This was just her. We've already established that, like, she, out of all the housemates, that she is the most, our favorite G word, genuine and 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 the coolest. Coolest. Taka's close, but and mm. it's like, like the greatest inspiration, I thought, dude. This made me want to like work out or or do something like. I, I I just want to do something with my life when when this this whole scene. But like she she says she wants to win with this team and and her coach was like, well you yeah like you said you need to lead them and and she she's the the right captain she's the right uh, fit for a captain. A hundred percent. This is where we get the episode title from, Captain Subasa. Yes. I also want to add to something that you said. You had mentioned that this really couldn't have been scripted. And I agree. And I think what really makes this so genuine is that if this scene were in a movie, right? You had, uh, let's see, maybe Diane Keaton is like the old coach. And uh, I don't know. Uh, Young, like, actresses. Zendaya. Yeah. Oh, okay. Zendaya is like the ice hockey superstar. You know, there would be these dramatic actor pauses, and they'd be the looking away, then looking back at the camera, then she'd look at Diane Keaton and say, but I love this team so much. With Tsubasa and her coach, it was delivered so naturally. 
but it didn't lessen the impact. Like, the impact was, like you said, just like a movie, Mm -hmm. you know? But the way it was delivered, it was so human and so natural, and it it, it was so, so good, so motivational. And I really, like, I don't gush about those moments. That's usually, you know, what you do feel is. (laughs) (laughs) But not in a bad way, just that you are, like, much more open about, like, you know, like, this really moved you. But this... Oh my god! It like so, guys. Man, what you're listening to right now is like Jim saying all this. So if Jim's saying this, you can imagine how I am right now. I'm still <laughs> like, like my I, my heart rate's all up. I'm like I'm getting teary eyed, but I'm just thinking about like people who are not fans of Terrace House if they were to, to listen to this part, they'd be like, "What the hell is up with these two? But yeah, this is the one. Yeah, fuck you guys. Like, I don't give a shit. I, but yeah, this is. But I, I don't care. I don't care if this is overreacting. I don't think. I don't care if we're going over the top. If we're pulling uh, a Taishi with this one, uh, <laughs> like the, in like Red Limiter. But the only bad thing that I'll say is that I know that we're probably not going to get scenes that are this emotionally intense every episode. Like I'm sure there's going to be some other stuff with her hockey team, but. It's almost a shame in that way. Like, I'm yeah. not saying this was bad, but I'm like, I really, like, treasure this scene. Mm-hmm. Oof. Okay. I just th- I thought it was a really good buildup. Mm-hmm. But what we said at the very beginning of the episode, we were saying they, they can't keep this up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's but been it, intense. It, sometimes you just got to start off strong, and they, de- <laughs> and they, <certainly laughs> yeah, they do. definitely They definitely did. They certainly did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we digress. And boy, do we get some scenes to digress to. <laughs> so this episode comes to a close. Uh, Taka is talking about his, or no, he's sorry, he's not talking about. He is doing his radio show, right? Yes. He mentioned it earlier, and Ami was like, "Wait, yeah, at Sasa." Yes, and she's like, "Wait, who are you? What do you do?" And I was like, "Okay, Taka, you know." So we see him doing the radio show with his brother. It's to promote their hometown, Saku, which is kind of like a cool idea. Yeah, it really is. Right? I really <laughs> like that. <laughs> they were definitely lame. Yes, it was lame, they were. lame, generic talk show host, yes. radio show host uh, deal. But I want to just quick note about Ami with that. You reminded me about that. Yeah, yeah. I forgot so, to listen to Do you remember too. your whole gripe last episode? Uh, because I re listened to our episodes, not just to make sure that I can keep it all connected. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like she was getting more involved with the house. You know how you were worried about, like, you wouldn't be surprised if she left early? Yes. It seemed like she started to mesh a little bit. I agree. She was definitely joking, like, with that, what that quote that you just brought up. And it was reassuring. So, as you said, Taka's radio show is a little, you know, cheesy, but that's okay. Because he was doing it, I, I think, for an awesome cause. Uh, just talking about, like, interesting stories with their point of view, right? That was the whole thing mm-hmm. for him and, you know, his brother's show. Yeah. So, that, you know, that seemed like they have a lot of fun doing that. Like, we have fun doing this, you know? Mm-hmm. I just click with Taka, man. He's, like, my spirit animal. <laughs> um, so, the episode ends with Taka and his brother... Uh, who, by the way, doesn't really look like him. And this no. is just kind of like a weird thing that I have to get past because whenever I see siblings that really don't look alike, I'm just like, huh, that's interesting. And, and for, like for me, it's only because like my brother and I look very similar. Yeah, yeah. 
you know. So, like, whenever I see, and, you know, I feel like most people I know their siblings, I'm like, okay, I can tell. But, like, with Taka's brother, I was like, you don't, you know. (laughs) I know genetics are, you know, that's how it works sometimes, but I'm too stupid to, like, fully grasp that concept. So, they have a a funny conversation. They kind of, like, reveal their ages here, too. Because, like, like, the way that it's translated, Mm -hmm. like, I could see them, you know, just, you know, these, like, 30-year-old-ish guys in a bar like oh all, like the you know the cuties all like oh you know the 20 year old is real eye candy and stuff. Yeah, i'm just like that oh, eye candy thing oh, I, was, I was gonna bring it i was gonna bring it up if you weren't going to but that eye candy line it's like why did you why did they have to make this the ending scene i don't know because they always try to leave it off on a cliffhanger to to keep you at your edge of your seat until next week or for you because you know it came out weekly for for those in Japan, I was just like, you had this really good buildup of good, good, good emotional stuff, mm-hmm. and it, it seems like you, if we were on a roller coaster, it just you know it started getting like you know it started getting steeper and steeper and steeper, and then with, <laughs> with this end, it looked like instead of doing a drop, it went down like a foot, and then just just went straight for the rest of the way and then that was the end of the ride <laughs> that's what that's how i felt and yeah I'm, i think the only it soured it soured the the emotional buildup that they did prior but i think the point that you just made about them wanting to end on a cliffhanger i think that was done because i think they were going for trying to set up taka and ami possibly yeah. And I okay. think they wanted to leave the viewer like, oh, is he going to go for Ami? Because he mentioned before that he does think she's cute, but this one, it didn't really, like, he didn't say much more than that. But I think that's what they were going for with the end of this episode. They're trying to set it up so that, you know, to make us think that maybe he'll ask her out on a date next episode, or he's going to maybe let other people know he's into her. I'm not really sure, but that's that's what I think they were going for here. Yeah. Okay. That's. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right, that's it for me. You got anything else from this episode, Felix? No. No. That we we covered everything. Beautiful episode. Yeah. Very good. So good. If O and D keeps this pace, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. I just. I'll be so happy. I will be the happiest person ever. That's that's the best I can come up with. Because I'm just excited. I'm very excited for to see where this which of this season goes. Me too, man. Me too. Before we do like the house, not me. Before Felix does the housekeeping stuff, uh, we had mentioned last episode we were thinking about doing a new segment at the end. And after a week of intense deliberation, we have decided to do a new segment called "Minute to Win It." Which prices right theme? Yeah, exactly. We needed like a nice snappy title. <laughs> um, and what we are going to do is we're each going to be on the clock for a minute, and we're going to pick a character and just give our unfiltered, uninterrupted thoughts on how we feel about them. Basically, it's fair game. Anything yeah. is fair game. To preface this, I think what we should do is, like, not a full minute, because a minute is long when you're just talking. Oh, I can go off, man. I know you can. So, like, we'll keep the timer. We're legitimately both going to time each other on our phones with a stopwatch. But uh, I feel like if we cut a little bit short, we shouldn't be penalized 
Okay, all right. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. I, I think that it's, like, minute to win it's because it sounds so catchy, but that's also the time limit. But, like, you know, because I, I doubt we can keep it up every... <laughs> Like every episode, every week, we're gonna be able to like talk to somebody. I, I don't know. Actually, we might be able to. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. That sounds like a challenge. Okay. Like, over here okay. stretching already. Right. Who, yeah. Do you want to start? Yes, or I do you... want to start. I know who I want to talk about, but I haven't really thought about what I wanted to say. I'll put but, a timer on that but, way, like we can have like a visual, like a, a vi- not visual, audio cue for you know. Okay. For, for you and and our audience. Okay. You just say when. <clears throat> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to hydrate. <sighs> okay. This is, this is monumental. This is uh, Taurus House's first minute to win, <laughs> win it segment. All right, Jim, ready? Yes. All right, three, two, one, go. So this year in the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers star running back Le'Veon Bell has been holding out. He has not reported to the team at all. He has not even been in the training facility, okay? So people were, you know, were with good reason worried what's going to happen to the team. So enter James Conner. James Conner was their backup running back. He beat cancer. He's a cancer survivor. He comes on, you think, okay, they're not going to do anything. He can't replicate what Le'Veon Bell was able to do. Guess what? He did it. He is killing it right now. Similarly... Shion is Le'Veon Bell in this case, okay? <laughs> Shion came on, and you think, okay, he's going to be the star. He's going to be the guy. But Taka is James Conner. Taka comes on, and he killed it this episode. So, Taka, my man, keep doing what you're doing. If you're going to ask out Ami, do it soon. Lightning does not strike twice. Do it now. How's my time? <laughs> Two, one. Done. Yeah. Oof. Like I was like, is this like a segment? Is is this like a a comedy thing? Am I supposed to interrupt it? What am I nope. supposed to do? All right. Okay. That was so. That was fifty. That was. Seconds. Uh, this is gonna be. How am I gonna follow that up? There's a lot of pressure because this is supposed to be unedited and unfiltered. Okay. Are you ready? Not really, but sure. Okay. We're gonna start in three, two, one, go. You do You do <laughs> Good start. Good start. Good you start. die. My man. Listen. From what I've been seeing from you from this past episode, I like it. I like what – it seems like you had the right mindset. And coming from someone who's 29 years old and starting to regret a lot of past decisions and, and, and not going – setting up the my career for the rest of – uh for my life i just want you to know that don't waste time stay on track i feel like your goals and and what you want to do to to re, uh to show your grandma and your parents that you know you'll be all right in order to do that you need to stay on track and i i, I commend you for having that um that as a dream just in time that was nice all right, Udo. <laughs> Udo. Hey, man, that was a good start. <laughs> but you saved it. I did. And okay, so a minute, a minute dude, is good. A minute yeah, is good. See, okay, man? Right, see, okay, all right, it's good, it's good. Minute to win it. Yes. I like it. There we go. Okay, I like it. Good. I like it. I like it. Good, good, good. One quick announcement. Next week, we're still in talks with it, going back to our three 
episode format. But actually just doing this episode of recording this, we got a lot. We we needed the full hour or like hour-ish to, to do this. And I'm kind of worried that we won't be able to do it properly if we go back to our three episode format if it keeps on this pace now if it, you know i feel like there's going to be some down episodes so we might be able to do it so we're, we're still into talks but if if that happens you know i'll definitely keep you guys updated on our social media uh jim do you have anything you want to say about that or we have been talking about you know the direction that this season is going to go and we are not quite sure yet. These episodes for opening new doors are a little bit longer, but with three episodes, that adds up. If they're about 40 minutes long, you know, that, and there are three, that's basically like an episode of Boys and Girls in the City, because that adds like an extra half hour. So we're still in talks, as Felix said, but he will keep you guys posted on the social media stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we hope to have a decision on what next week's episode is going to look like soon. Yeah, no, definitely. That brings us to housekeeping. housekeeping. Everybody's favorite. Um, please visit welcometotorishouse.com. That's where it will link you to our Simplecast website. There you can listen to our episodes, but also, more importantly, find our social media links for our Twitter and uh, our Facebook, which I am using, finally. Uh with that, you can also find us on your favorite podcast listening app, Spotify, obviously iTunes, Podcast Addict, whatever. That being said, with those programs, please, please, please give us a sub. That way you can um, – that's another way you can keep updated and have our episodes ready to download every Monday. We've been doing pretty good keeping it up on Monday, haven't we? Yes, we have. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yep, and mentioning iTunes – Please give us a review for you know for feedback if you like what you're listening to. We always love hearing from you guys. It's oh, it, I I will say it over and over again. I don't care if you guys are sick of hearing it. We love it. We, we love do. Hearing your feedback. We do. It's not a lie. It's uh, I, it makes me so happy whenever I get an alert or to just hear from you guys. Uh, and last but not least, Terrace House is getting bigger. And bigger, I we I see so many articles like all these like random sites have like listicles of of Terrace House like cast members and stuff like that that I never thought would write about Terrace House because I thought it was so niche, but it's getting bigger. Yeah, it certainly seems that way. That being said, if you're trying to also get your friends into it, or if uh, you have friends who are kind of eh about it, recommend our podcast please to them. Uh, we have no way, real way of advertising besides, you know, like our social media and uh, word of mouth. So, you know, please suggest us to some friends. I, I feel like we're a really good aid or medium for people to get into everybody's favorite Japanese reality TV show, Terrace House. Whew. Felix, you never tell lies. I never do. They always say Felix never tells a lie. <laughs> You're like George Washington, Felix. You hate the British. What? No, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Right. No, but didn't he, no, but George had that cherry tree thing, right? What what happened? Did he shoot it? Did he shoot no, he chopped it down and then his father asked him if he did, did it? and he said, Yes, I did. Hold on, let me just confirm this. I'm pretty We're sure not that's wasting what happened. Precious time George. Wait, wait, no no no, it's fine. Uh, Cherry Tree. Nobody gives a shit about this. Cherry Tree song. Okay, wait. No, yeah, I think everyone cares. 
Uh, I guess it's a myth. Okay, cool. Great. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim, on that amazing note, why don't you take us home? All right, folks, you just listened to episode 21 of Tourist House, where we covered episode three of Opening New Doors. Please join us next week for our 22nd episode, content to be determined, but we will know very soon. Yeah. No matter what it ends up being, please tune in next week, next Monday. Thank you so much for listening. As always, this is Jim. This is Felix. Take care, everyone. Peace. Thank you.